0: Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hi friends, Father Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Hope you are doing well this evening. We are going to pray for America. We are going to pray for President Trump. And I trust that you, like I, have been following as closely as possible the. The developments, the analysis, the speculation, uh, the uh, 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 trying to get a proper understanding on what's been going on these last uh, 48 hours uh, here in America. Let me uh, I'm going to comment more about that tonight, say some things we didn't have time to say last night. Uh, But uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle, fiance of uh, Donald Trump Jr., said, so these people, their worst living nightmare is President Trump back in the White House? Well, it's about to happen. It's true, brothers and sisters, he's going to run. There's no qu- The question about that is not uh, whether he's going to run. It's when he's going to make the announcement. And I think the events of the last two days will move that announcement up uh, sooner rather than later. And then he's going to, to win. He's going to win not only the primary, I think he could go through this primary, Without uh, any serious challengers, because, like Dick Morris said, anybody uh, in the Republican Party who who decides uh, that he or she wants to challenge President Trump in the primary needs to have their head examined. Uh, look at the, uh, the 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 dominant support that he has, and the continued dominant winning streaks in all of the people he's endorsing. Uh, they're they're in the primaries even in states like Connecticut uh, and, and Washington state. I mean, this is crazy, uh, crazy in a good way. Uh, not only that, but but, but I'm going to share with you after we pray and, and uh, get into this discussion, uh, some polling that you may have seen that just came out uh, showing people are more motivated to vote than ever thanks to the events of the last couple of days. It's wild what is going on, but it's reason for encouragement. It really is. Stay the course. Stay clear, firm, patient. We are taking back America. We're going to get President Trump back as our president. And we are going to make this country again into what it should be and what it was just a couple of years ago before these radical lunatics uh, got into power. They need to be voted out of power. They will be voted out of power. You and I, by our prayers and by our actions, are a big part of that. So let's go to the Scriptures. I want to read a short passage here from the Gospel of John, chapter 18, when Jesus is under arrest and is being questioned. It says, starting in verse 19, Meanwhile, the high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching. I have spoken openly to the world, Jesus replied. I always taught in synagogues or at the temple, where all the Jews come together. I said nothing in secret. Why question me? Ask those who heard me. Surely they know what I said. When Jesus said this, one of the officials nearby struck him in the face. Is this the way you answer the high priest, he demanded? If I said something wrong, Jesus replied, Testify as to what is wrong. But if I spoke the truth, why do you strike me? Then Annas sent him, still bound, to Caiaphas, the high priest. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the witness of your Son, Jesus Christ, who, as he said during his trial, I have come to bear witness to the truth anyone committed to the truth hears my voice lord we are committed to the truth and we like jesus your son and our savior speak the word of truth openly without hesitation without fear without shame without needing to keep anything secret we speak the truth openly The truth that you, O God, have spoken openly to all the world. The truth your Son has preached in his gospel openly to everyone willing to hear it. We rejoice, Lord, that that gospel truth is indeed open. It's an open book. It's to be shouted from the rooftops. It's not to be found in some secret dark corner. Lord, we pray that all your people will be even more committed to truth and that we will indeed be filled with the spirit of truth. Help us to come against the spirit of deception, the spirit of lying, because we know, Lord God, who the father of lies is, our enemy, the devil. He is the father of lies. He is the source of all murderous acts. He is the one that wants to destroy us, And our families and our nation and our world and our church father we take refuge in you and we proclaim the lordship of your son jesus christ the way the truth and the life and in that we rejoice and through that we will save this nation we pray strongly tonight in jesus mighty name amen so you see why i chose this passage Look, what's going on here with the raid of President Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago, just actually a couple of hours from where I'm sitting right now, cannot be just about documents. All the legal analysts who are looking at this are telling us over and over again, this is not about documents. It's really way, way, way overreaching, a ridiculous over response overreaction to any concern simply about like dick morris said whether these documents that president trump took with him from the white house and 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 every president takes documents with him from the white house and there are often uh disputes or questions or lack of clarity about the boundaries of what has to go stay what has to go what has to be returned this is nothing unusual okay but the 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 fact of the matter is that um, this overreaction, ridiculous overreaction, if it were just a matter of documents, uh, is is something that tells us this is something more going on here. And of course, uh, uh, most of us see this uh, for what it is. Uh, this is political weaponization. Of the FBI, which, oh boy, we've seen this before. Now, one of the things that that, uh, happened today, of course, is that the attorney general broke his silence. He spoke up. He didn't really give us any solid information. He said, oh, well, you know, when it's possible, when it's possible, we use less extreme measures, less intrusive measures, more moderate measures. If we have to get information from somebody, Right. If you have to get information from somebody, there's various ways of doing that. Former presidents have uh, the office of the former president. They have staff. They have obviously attorneys. There are methods. There are, if necessary, subpoenas. Uh, There are processes where you can get in a room with uh, the government and with your lawyers and you can say things off the record that will not be held against you in order to sort everything out. And there's so many ways that our system of government has developed to work out disagreements like this. If it's a disagreement just about documents, that's why we don't buy this. And, uh, you know, look, it, this is, is this not simply a manifestation of Trump derangement syndrome on steroids? Is that not what this is all about? No president has ever been... been. Uh, Punished under the Presidential Records Act, which came into effect after the Watergate scandal back in the uh, 70s. There's more going on here, and the more is not hard to understand. The radical left, the Democrats who have been attacking President Trump from day one, trying to undermine his presidency, weaponizing the mechanisms of government and of the Justice Department and of the intelligence agencies and the FBI, creating uh, and utilizing false documentation uh, in order to spy on his campaign, to attempt a coup, to have impeachment hoaxes, Russian collusion hoaxes. How much more of this stuff is going to go on? How far do people have to go before they say, you know what, there's nothing nothing here. We can't make anything stick against this guy. And when you have that kind of, first of all, maniacal determination to harm somebody politically, combined with a constant record of failure to be able to do so, in fact, as I'm going to share with you in a moment with some polling that just came out, the more they attack him, the more support he gets from the people. Because part of the thing that he's been doing for America is shining the light on the deep state, shining the light on the corruption. So when the other side continues to act the way that they do, it only confirms what President Trump is warning us about and what he's committed to save us from. So that's the dynamic that's happening here. When you have that going on, the other side ultimately has got to overreach they've got to do something radically ridiculous like what we just saw two days ago this is of course what happens of course and 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 what we what we uh what we see is who the other side really is dan bongino had a good uh, analysis of this the other day he said look they've always wanted to raid the homes of republicans They've always wanted to take these extreme measures. This is who the other side really is. The reason you haven't seen it until now is simply because the Republican way of of responding to the attacks of the other side has been a way of meekness. President Trump, on the other hand, fights aggressively. Others have said, oh, they're they're accused of being a racist and they apologize. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be, I didn't mean to make any racist comments. President Trump fights back five times harder, 10 times harder than the attackers who are attacking him. And we all need to learn how to do that. And so they fear they can't stop him. And he keeps garnering more and more and more support. You know why, by the way, he keeps garnering more and more support? Because he loves this country. And he's gathering together those of us who likewise love this country. This is not some kind of rocket science or or it's not even deep political analysis. I think it's more of 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 a spiritual analysis. There's hatred here and there's a maniacal obsession with trying to destroy President Trump. And, you know, once you get into that mindset, you can't go back there is no measuring anymore of what's appropriate or even what's politically beneficial to you, the attacker. You can't measure it anymore. You're blinded by rage. And that's why you end up acting completely irrationally. Um, so look, this is how this is who the other side is um nothing reasonable about this in terms of oh he has documents that really should be in the white house they're looking for something else likely connected with the unselect committee going on now in the house and you know we have to in the pro- in the process of doing this understand that that you know a lot of the fears that some people have expressed uh, we have no reason to be concerned, for example, that, oh, you know, if President Trump had, uh, you know, uh, 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 documents that he wasn't supposed to have, you know, that could prevent him from running. There is a provision in one of the, uh, uh, the U.S. Code uh, number 18. Uh, no, because the when it comes, we're talking here about the president of the United States, OK, 45th president. And he's going to run again. It is the Constitution. It's not the, the federal code or any kind of provision about oh you have documents you're not supposed to have that determines the qualifications of running for president. It's simply the 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 several uh, requirements, including the age requirement, uh, listed in the Constitution that prevail over any kind of other uh, law. So it's not going to stop him from running. You know, even if someone is indicted for something not that that's necessarily going to happen but that's what the other side wants to do that not even that means a person cannot run uh, uh run for president and by the way the word indictment that some people like to throw around oh we have to we have to this has to lead to some kind of indictment because we're going to get some kind of physical evidence and bring it before a grand jury indictment technically speaking, is not uh, a guilt. It's it's, it's not guilt. It's not the determination of guilt. It's where a grand jury brings about a decision. uh, You probably committed some crime, but then a person still has to be presumed innocent, right? Um, And that's, of course, a presumption that political enemies always throw out the window. They They couldn't care less about presumption of innocence, due process, fairness, uh, or anything like that. Uh, don't be, all all of this, I'm saying, and we could say a lot more, is for the purpose of realizing that we cannot lose our peace of mind over all the various things. No matter what you hear, no matter what is said, no matter how. Uh, scary it sounds or how reliable the source seems to be. Um, There's no reason here to do anything other than to renew our commitment as laid out by President Trump for the good of our country, our commitment to build on the values and on the accomplishments that he has already succeeded in, and that becomes, of course, one of the greatest arguments for his reelection. when people say, oh, can you fix the border? Can you fix the economy? Well, I already did. Can you advance our religious freedom, our small businesses, the freedom of our, uh, protection of our, our, our children, the protection of our communities from gangs and malicious criminals? Can you do that? I already did. Can you help America on the world stage? Can you increase our respect that other nations have for us? Can you get us out of unfair trade deals? Can you get, you know, North Korea to stop shooting our, all those rockets? I already did. President Trump's key argument here is to point to his accomplishments. And that's the most persuasive of all the arguments, not some kind of theoretical thing. I think I can do this. I have a plan to do this. I want to do this. I promise to do this. He goes way beyond. I plan, I promise, and I want to. I did. There's no arguing with history. And this is why we should be more energized than ever. Now, are people getting more energized than ever by the events of the last few days? Oh, I would say so. Just today, a poll was... uh, Published now, you've probably seen this. A vast majority of Republican and independent voters, as we know, the Democrats are there. They're all in a world of their own. But a vast majority of Republican and independent voters say that this FBI raid—and it is a raid—you know the other side loves to, you know, change the meaning of words. That's why "Let's Go Brandon" is 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 uh, that you know that's the deeper meaning of that phrase. It. It's not simply an acceptable way of cursing somebody it is a testimony to how the left loves to redefine words it's not let's go brandon that was being said but let's go brandon becomes a rallying cry for us to point out the 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 left's constant practice of twisting reality calling things what they're not what are they doing with the term raid what are they doing with the term recession what do they do with the the term unborn baby oh it's not a baby you know they can't tell the difference between a riot and a peaceful protest we've seen this for years and years and years they try to redefine reality how about the meaning of woman and man let's go brandon It's a symbol of the redefining of reality, the twisting of words, the denial of what words really mean. So let's go back to this poll here. Republicans and independents say that the FBI raid was not, quote, a reasonable step to pursue justice, and that the raid draws us further from being A freedom-based democratic republic. So let's get the numbers. Do you believe the FBI raid on President Trump's home was a reasonable step? A reasonable step to pursue justice?
1: Overall,
0: overall, a majority said it was not a reasonable step. Overall, all citizens, no matter what political affiliation, 50.7%. A slight majority. But you look at Republican and independent voters, 84% of Republicans and 58.6% of independents said this was not reasonable. Okay. Then this group of likely voters, usually likely voters, were asked if the raid brings America closer to or farther away from being a freedom-based democratic republic. Overall, a majority says farther away, 51.3%. But then when you look again by party affiliation, this is interesting. Okay, so 81.8% of Republicans said it brings the country farther away from being a freedom loving Democratic republic. 58.6% of independents say the same, but 88% of Democrats. You gotta scratch your head about this one. Or maybe not. 88% of Democrats said the raid brings the close country closer to being a freedom-based democratic republic. You guys are serious, huh? You guys are serious. You know, this is really psychologists and psychiatrists are going to have a field day looking back at the democrat party of the 21st century in the united states of america there are going to be volumes written by psychiatrists and psychologists There are going to be volumes written in the not too distant future about the democrat party of the 21st century in america for 88% of these people to think that what just happened an overreach by political analysts of all kinds of political affiliations, legal analysts, experts in this area of, of, uh, of the law and of, of, of governance, to say that this was absolutely unwarranted. For these people to say, oh, well, this brings us closer to being afraid. Well, what, what is what is the problem with these people? Because on one thing after another, after another, after another, they take the most ridiculous positions on so many issues. I just... All right, yesterday I want to also finish up something that we, I was talking about last night. Um, this, what's going on with President Trump also up in New York. Ah, uh, yes, Attorney General Letitia James. What a, what a loser she is. So President uh, put out a statement yesterday. I read half of it uh, last night, and I want to continue with it uh, here. She continues to just persecute uh, President Trump, okay, up there in, uh, in New York. And let me just read. He speaks for himself. Letitia James openly stated her hostilities towards me and a kind of retribution that is unthinkable. Years of work and tens of millions of dollars have been spent on this long, simmering saga. And to no avail. James now realizes I built a great company with tremendous value and her case is a scam, which is why for years they haven't been able to file a single charge. What Letitia James has tried to do the last three years is a disgrace to the legal system an affront to New York State taxpayers and a violation of the solemn rights and protections afforded by the United States Constitution. You see a pattern here, right? The enemies of President Trump, who are the enemies of us, as he always says, they're attacking me, they're coming after me because they're coming after you. The pattern here is is always the same. A violation of the U.S. Constitution and of the principles that it seeks to protect. He goes on to say, I did nothing wrong, which is why after five years of looking, the federal, state, and local governments, together with the fake news media, have found nothing. And that's the point I was referring to before. This is the cause of their rage. This is the cause of overreaching and raiding his Mar-a-Lago home. They are in such a rage that they can't make anything stick. Why have we been not, not able to, been able to take this guy down? Why have we not been able to simmer and squelch the political enthusiasm for this man? The other side doesn't understand why. Because they don't understand America because they don't love America. But this is their frustration. The president hits it right on the head here. Let me read that sentence again. I did nothing wrong. In fact... And I agree with him when he says, you know, a friend of his said, you must be the most honest person in the world. Who has been more investigated than you have? And and nothing is found. All, All kinds of lies, all kinds of hoaxes, but nothing sticks. Nothing is found. Nothing substantial. I did nothing wrong, which is why after five years of looking, the federal, state, and local governments, together with the fake news media, have found nothing. He goes on to say, We cannot permit a renegade and out-of-control prosecutor to use this investigation as a means of advancing her political career. New York deserves better, and this country deserves better. This is a vindictive and self-serving fishing expedition, the likes of which our country has never seen before The United States Constitution exists for this very purpose, and I will utilize it to the fullest extent to defend myself against this malicious attack by this administration, this Attorney General's office, and other attacks, all other attacks, on my family, my business, and our country. I once asked, if you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? Now I know the answer to that question. When your family your company and all the people in your orbit have become the targets of an unfounded politically motivated witch hunt supported by lawyers prosecutors and the fake news media you have no choice if there was any question in my mind the raid of my home mar-a-lago on monday by the fbi just two days prior to this deposition wiped out any uncertainty. I have absolutely no choice because the current administration and many prosecutors in this country have lost all moral and ethical bounds of decency. Accordingly, under the advice of my counsel and for all of the above reasons, I decline to answer the questions under the rights and privileges afforded to every citizen under the U.S. Constitution. So this is President Trump's statement yesterday Dealing with the events up in New York where the attorney general keeps going after him and his uh, company and his work, his great work uh, for uh, for America. Brothers and sisters, this, you know, um, let me just give a a, a final thought here. And then I want to lead you in a, in a, a, a new prayer that I wrote for President Trump. I'll show you where to find it online. And I thank you for spending some time with me tonight again. Presidency is a, is, a, is, a, is a sacred office. It affects our lives, our families, our future. We have to protect our presidents, both during their time in office and after. And if we allow our country to do what banana republics do, and punish our previous presidents because of political opposition. Or punish them while they're in office. And you know, presidents have, for example, their presidents have a lot of protection, and necessarily so, because they've got a job to do that has a, lot of, has a lot of implications back on us. You know, you can't bring a private lawsuit against the president for his actions as president presidential actions actions that he performs as a a, a part of carrying out his office he's absolutely immune from private lawsuits well well of course because otherwise you're putting on a president and and this is the same reason why you have to say this is also applies after he leaves office and this is also why you can't allow the the um structures and processes and agencies of government to be used as political weapons against a past president, as we see happening uh, now with President Trump. Because then you're going to affect a president's decision-making process and the motives that he has for doing or not doing certain things. The The motives he has to have and be encouraged to have and be held to the standard of having for making the decisions he makes that affect all the rest of us is the good of the American people. That's it. This, is, of course, is another one of the great strengths of President Trump. He's not answerable to special interests or big donors. Remember how he always would, would explain to us how you know he could have in his uh, campaigns for for the presidency accepted multi-million-dollar gifts with a with a with a with a simple phone call, and he didn't. We have, to, we have to remember this. And we have to remind other people about this. He could have multiple times, just, just with a simple phone call, in the course of one minute, gotten multi-million dollar uh, gifts. And he didn't. Because he doesn't, and didn't and doesn't, want to be then answerable to these people later on when he's in the White House and he gets a call from them. Oh, uh, Mr. President, that decision that you have to make, you know, you, ha- you have to make, I-, I would like to see you do A, B, and C. Whether the president does A, B, and C or X, Y, and Z should not depend on some donor that helped him get elected. It's got to be driven by one thing and one thing only the good of the American people. That's it. And that's why the president has protections against various legal uh, prosecutions and, and, and maneuvers and pressures and plans and schemes of his enemies. And that's one of the many reasons why, unless we get some kind of better idea of what's going on here, we are rightly concerned for all of us. Merrick Garland said today, oh, well, you know, under normal circumstances, we would use less intrusive means when it's possible, he says. But, of course, he skipped over what made it impossible this time around. We don't know. We're not being told. But we all see through what's going on here. So I wrote a prayer do I want to pray with you now, and then we'll say the Our Father. Um, but you—you let you me show you where you can find this. Our main website is endabortion.us. That's our Priest for Life ministry. Uh, and I invite you to connect with our ministry, by the way. Uh, I appreciate you watching our programs here each weeknight. But our ministry overall dealing with the abortion issue is endabortion.us. And right there on the front page, which you see there now on the screen, the first link Uh, down under the headlines, you see the first one, okay, let's go down, is a prayer for President uh, Trump. So we're going to click on that, and you'll see the words of the prayer, which I I will read and uh, pray and invite you to pray with me. Let us pray. God Almighty Father, we praise you for the wondrous deeds you have done throughout history. Your wondrous deed of creating us, though we did not ask for nor earn it, your wondrous love in raising up your own people and giving them a covenant and a land to call their own. We praise you for manifesting yourself in Jesus Christ and for giving us faith in him, in whose blood alone we find forgiveness and peace, in whose name alone we find hope of salvation, and in whose power alone we find security. We acknowledge him as King of kings and Lord of lords, the ruler of every nation. Lord. Your word teaches us that all authority has been established by you, that those who serve us in public office are ministers of God, and that we are to pray for all in authority, that we may lead peaceful lives in all godliness and devotion. O God, we praise your loving providence by which you have protected your people in distress and proven that those who trust in you will be victorious over every evil. You tested your servant Abraham and commanded him to sacrifice his only son Isaac. When you saw his obedience, you stayed his hand, provided a ram for the sacrifice, and gave him Isaac back as one from the dead. We praise you for what you did for your people whom you set free from slavery in Egypt. You taught them to trust in you, even when they were caught between Pharaoh's armies and the Red Sea. And you said to Moses, Tell the Israelites to go forward, and you brought them a mighty deliverance. Lord, when the apostles of your son saw him taken away to be crucified, they thought their hope was lost, and they deserted him and fled. The women wondered who would roll away the stone for them, and the disciples walking to Emmaus told the stranger they were hoping that Jesus would be the one to deliver them. You brought them, too, to a mighty deliverance and a new hope, when that same Jesus stood before them victorious, risen from the dead, never to die again. Lord, we praise you also for the gift you have given us and have given the world in the United States of America, a land that attracts people from across the globe because of its promise of freedom and opportunity. We thank you for having led us through many trials, through wars and division and times of severe economic stress and acts of terrorism. Lord, in our day, you have blessed our nation with the greatest president we have seen, Donald J. Trump. Lord, this is a man who trusts in you, believes in your son, and relies on the power of prayer. Time and time again, you have given him victory over his enemies. Who counted him out from the very first day he announced he was running for president, who were absolutely certain he could not ever win, who spied on his campaign, who misused federal intelligence agencies against him, who fabricated lies about him, who launched fake investigations and impeachment proceedings, who denied equal representation and proper due process, and who now have raided his home in an act unprecedented in human history in american history lord at every turn you have given president trump victory and enabled him to accomplish great things for this nation we ask you to give him and us victory once again give president trump holy wisdom surround him with your angels of protection and provide him the strength to carry out each day the work he does on behalf of america Thank you for all the good you have accomplished through him and his administration's commitment to eliminate corruption from the seat of power in Washington, D.C., to secure the borders and strengthen the military of our nation, to frustrate those who planned terrorist attacks on our homeland, to foster law and order in our communities, to protect our citizens from the China virus, to restore and strengthen our economy, to promote honesty and fairness in our trade agreements, to appoint to our courts judges who faithfully apply our Constitution and laws as they are written, to defend the lives of the unborn from the violence of abortion, to improve our health care system, to properly care for our veterans, to defend the sacred heritage and safety of Israel and the good of all our allies, and to promote and defend the freedom of all citizens in the United States and throughout the world to live according to their religious beliefs. Lord, send your Spirit to our 45th President, that he may glorify you in every success and find consolation from you in every sorrow. Protect his family, guide his advisors, enable him to continue to accomplish those things that will secure the physical and moral strength of our nation For our children and grandchildren father we trust in your providence which has guided and blessed the united states of america from her earliest days grant that this trust may grow and be rewarded as we live our calling to be good citizens on earth and faithful citizens of your heavenly kingdom we pray through christ our lord amen And again, you can find that prayer at endabortion.us, our main website at Priests for Life. And now would you join me in offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. It's so great to be with you. Thanks for spending time. Listen, if you, I've gotten many questions, friends, and comments. Tomorrow, uh, as we conclude the week and we have our program again at 8 p.m., uh, I want to uh, answer a lot of the questions that have come in but that I haven't been able to address these last two nights. Uh, and so uh, tune in again. Uh, tomorrow night. Spread the word about this program. Uh, We'll answer your questions even if it's not right at the time that you ask them. Uh, But also I want to, again, pointing to our endabortion.us website, invite you to subscribe to our emails. Uh, We send out a lot of communications really every day uh, about the kind of things we discuss here on this program. And I think you'll be edified and one may want to pass that along to others too. And please connect with me on social Social media fr Frank Pavone is my handle on all the major platforms. I hope you're on Truth Social, on Getter. Get onto those free speech platforms, uh, and you'll find me on the other platforms as well. Uh, and uh, friends, we also connect with Right Side Broadcasting, and uh, we're so happy to be uh, carried by uh, RSBN uh, for these programs. And finally, remember, brothers and sisters. As President Trump always reminds us, we are part of this MAGA movement, the greatest political movement in American history. And despite the attempts of the left to destroy this country, this country does not belong to them. It belongs to you. In this country, we kneel to God and to God alone. And the very best days of America are yet to come. Father Frank Pavone here of Priests for Life. God bless you. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.